back to the search for Queen Ban Kotha, made possible by the Aldemira Historical Society. Previously, the Northern, Baz, and Batella came to the seaweed-choked island of Forsboria, trying to find out what was wrong with Queen Ban Kotha, the monster who brings life to these rich southern seas. And they found out what she needs. Now it's time to make some medicine. With me are my beautiful players. Kathleen is here. Hi. Kirsten is here. Hello. I'm here. And Nick is here as well. I'm also here. Hi, everybody. All right. Gang's all here. So I've already run through the previously, but we have now moved on to what is called the synthesis phase, which is it's time for y'all to make some medicine. And so you find yourselves in Pearl Beach, standing on the newly wrecked boardwalk as a blood crystal that came during the Queen's last rampage exploded, shattering a section of the boardwalk and very nearly injuring Batella in the process. It was close. It was close. It was close, but you figured a couple things out. You have some ingredients to look for. Who recalls what they are? Three ingredients are calcium, ground shells, and an herb that grows on an island that I unfortunately don't remember. It's okay. I spat a bunch of fantasy names at you. Yeah, I remember we needed a plant of some sort that was over in a, I think like you said, it was like a cave system at a spire or something like that. You needed some uh, minerals that were typically mined over and under Drenka and an herb that grows in nearby Achiochia. So now my question is, what do you do next? Where are you headed? Um, which one's closer? Well, under Drenka is closer. It's about a day's sailing away. Mm, okay. I vote that. Yeah, probably be a good idea to go get the closest stuff first. So Batella stands up, dusts herself off, and goes... Oh, that was too close. Um, uh, we know what we want, right? I guess it's, uh, get back to the ship and, um... Hey, uh, Boz, you want to do the run this time? Yeah, I, I think I can handle it. Could use the exercise anyways. We've been, uh, something to take the mind off of almost getting blown up. Hmm. <sighs> that was a close one. Yeah. Sal is still not thrilled. That's okay. Come on. Come on, bud. We'll get you some some fish or something that's not all this seaweed to eat when we get back. Do we still have our ride back to the other side of the island? I, I think you can find a ride back to the other side of the island. That isn't exactly what this game is about, so I'm not going to make you... Uh, let's see. I think, um, you find a different person who is on their way to take some goods up to Forsmoria. We're going to say, uh, elderly gentleman... Got a big old cart. It's mostly empty. Some goods are coming back, but seems like he got most of his goods sold here. Dwayne Northen waves at them and flags them down. Good day. Uh, are you heading to the other side? Yes, I am. I'm, um, just finished my business for the day. Well, what business there is to be had right now? <sighs> it's unfortunate times right now, but hopefully we'll be able to solve it. I think we've got part of the puzzle. Oh, your doctors. Hmm. Huh. We're gonna we're gonna try our best. Do you need a lift? Is that why you were asking where I was headed? That would be amazing. If you are headed that way, 
We would love a ride. By all means. I don't think I have quite enough room for your lovely friend there, but the three of you without wings should be able to fit in just fine. Oh, Sal will be fine. Sal, meet, meet us back over at the other place. I'll uh, I'll let you go for now. We'll see you over there in a little bit. And Bozzy just kind of gives Sal a, a pat and sends them off on their way. Yeah, Sal takes off. Sal is circling, I think, but yeah, Sal can fly there. Ah, uh, so, uh, thank you for the ride. Um, my name is, uh, Batalasul, and this is Bazu, and we also have Benorthan, and she's a local. Oh. Well, then I don't need to tell you it's not normally like this around here, huh? No. Yeah, it's normally much, much livelier, and obviously with an intact pier on Pearl Beach, it's... I'm glad no one was hurt. Yes, well, people are still hurting. It's, um... Mm. That's the truth. Tourism's all but dried up, and you know how Pearl Beach is. Yeah. Hopefully we can help connect with her and and heal her. Mm. It's not normally like her to be like this, so... No. I think we've kind of got a clue as to... We're part of the way, and, um, we're hoping... We're uh, gonna have to sail to Underdranka and over to Achocha to try to get the ingredients we need. But um, is there anything that you can tell us about the queen? Like, is there anything that y'all do when you are interacting with her? And this is me saying that I would like to roll Searching for Wisdom. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Roll plus allure, please. Seeking wisdom, excuse me. Please roll that. I'm glad you chose to do that. That looks like a seven. A seven? Ask me two questions. The two questions are, what's the safest way to approach Queen Benkoltha? And the second is, what does she like? On a seven to nine... One of the answers will be the truth, and the other one will not be the truth. Mm-hmm. He thinks, he thinks long and hard about this. When I was a young man... Hmm. Now, don't look at me like that. It's true. It happened. But when I was young, we used to make offerings to the queen. Some people still do. I don't think you can get too close to her. At least, we never used to get too close to her. But... There were these uh, stone pillars that we used to leave offerings on for her. Ah. Can't get too close to her because of all the plankton and what have you. You get bogged down. It was a nightmare rowing over here off of the ship. Yeah. Oh, I, I imagine it would be. I imagine. Even when the queen was healthy, the day after she passed was always a little iffy. Mm-mm. But uh, we used to leave her these big old seashells. What are they called? Um, you know, mine whelks. Uh, big old sea snails. Mine whelks. Oh, I, I remember now. I remember seeing those shells. Mm-hmm. Do you know where to find them? I, I don't remember finding them myself. They're pretty rare if I remember. Hmm. You know, they weren't when I was a kid. Oh, oh, really? Every so often you'd stumble upon one. They're like mines. They like being underground. I suppose they also like caves, but we always used to find them in the mines, wrecking up the place. Mm. Um. Oh. I guess that would follow, huh? Mm. 
And I, I that was me saying that I'm going to try shopping list. Yeah. Rule plus acuity, okay. Oh. Ten. <laughs> nice. That's a big roll. Nice. Okay. Um, mine wilks actually live kind of all over this island chain. You can find them on most of the islands in the chain. Um, they like being underground. They like moist underground places. Um, they have this weird love of like metal and iron things. So they tend to muck up the works. There's a lot of mines on the nearby island of Underdranka. There are also some mines here on Forsmoria, just past the Diamond Plains. And yeah, the reason they're called Mine Wilks is because they prefer mines because people leave metal tools there. So my thought is that if we go to Underdraka, there's more mines available there. There might be a larger supply. Are those mines more active right now? Some of them. All right. That might be a good place to start. What do you both think? Well, I think if we can gather some of those shells, it'll definitely help out because then we might just be able to get her to come to us instead of having to go chase her through all of this seaweed and what have you. That would definitely help. Thank you for your ride and all your information. I Not at all. Not at all. I really appreciate it. He motions toward the big blue birds that are pulling the wagon. It's just like, yeah, these two aren't great company. I imagine. One of them squawks as if it understands what he's saying. <laughs> and um, I promised to cook my famous savory pie when she's cured, so you're welcome to the feast. You know, been a while since we had a nice feast around here. Mm. Did you ever go to, what was her name? There was a restaurant on the main drag at goodness, it shut down, must have been ten years ago. And I think the rest of the journey, he's talking about things he remembers about Pearl Beach from a long time ago. And some of them are things Aww. that you would know from your childhood, but many of them are not. They were before my time? Many of them are before your time, yes. Aw, but it's nice to talk about the island and, and home again. Yeah. And so, um, at, I'm not going to make you row again. Uh, by that, I mean your characters are rowing, but I'm not going to make you, the players, do it again. You find yourselves back aboard the Grey Monarch. All right, guys, what'd you find? Well, we've got a list. We need to get a few things, but I think we're on the right track. All right. Then let's chart a course. Yes, so Benorthan says, I'll bring out my maps. And there's a twinkle in her eyes as she gets real excited to start charting and making a course to the island and um, just gets real into it. All right. So, um, actually, can I get an acuity roll from you, please? You can. So for using my signature equipment, I have my redrawable map. Nice. And it's still 2d6s for this, right? Yep. So, 3, 6, 7. Okay, I think it's probably higher than 7. But regardless, you do succeed. So, Harnib, with your help, pilots the Grey Monarch toward the Spires of Underdranka. There are several islands in this section of the ocean. Rocky, stony, barren little islands that go all the way down to the ocean floor. 
these might be the, the platforms that the old man was describing to you. And in the distance, an enormous rock that as you grow closer, you can see the sun shining through. Huge channels are cut in this rock to the point where it looks kind of like a, like a gazebo or some other kind of open air structure. It's clearly got a stone roof over the shady area where the city is. Is the gazebo looking at us? It is. But not like in a threatening way. (laughs) (laughs) There's small villages on top of the roof of this island, but the big city is at sea level. The stones here are riddled through with deep channels. Including, they say, one large enough for Queen Bancalfa to swim right through. Hmm. The ocean here is not as thick as it was around Forsmoria, and you actually manage to get the Grey Monarch into port in the city of Underdranka. Oh, I appreciate that a lot more than our uh, our adventures through the kelp fields. It's definitely clearer here than. Yeah, and I didn't fall in this time. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Small blessings. Hopefully that means no attacks here, huh? Yeah. If uh, she hasn't been that close. Mm. Hey, team, give me an acuity rolls. That I can do. Oh, dang, a 10. I got a 5. I got 12. (laughs) And I got so many. Bazu's not paying attention to whatever's going on. He's just happy that he's not soaking wet anymore. Everybody else can see, if you look out at the horizon, a ribbon of pink in the ocean. Mm. It's pretty. And Harnip points at it. She's been there. Ah, no lies. Wow. That's... that's her? Uh, I haven't seen her with my own eyes before. Oh, no. If it was her, you'd know. But she's been there. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I won't bore you with the technical details, but she bores you with the technical details. Uh, (laughs) Harnay's specialty is oceanic botany. Oh, okay. Yeah. She knows exactly what plant that is and many details (laughs) about it, which she does, in fact, bore you with. (laughs) At first, Benorthan is like, oh, that's so cool. But then slowly is like, Okay, and starts like glancing down at her maps again. Like, it, the, the, what's the course right now? Let's see. Let's see. The thing is, not a lot of people like it, but it's got an interesting taste. It's like gin. It's exactly. In fact, I've had gin made with it, and it's good oh. stuff. Oh, it's, it's hard to mix, but who mixes drinks? <laughs> I think that Batella has ever since she got on the boat been trying to let Sal acclimate to her to the point that maybe Sal can accept a scritch or so. And I think that that's what she's been busy doing during this whole thing. (laughs) Okay, so here's a question for Nick then. How open is Sal to other people's pets? Sal is very personable, maybe too personable. But Sal is uh, is a big is a big attention hog. Oh, excellent! So like Sal has just been getting the most luxurious scratch. 
Yeah. Batella is Sal's new best friend. Aww. You know that look your cat gives you when your cat's hanging out with a guest? Yes. <laughs> Just like, this is my person now. This person loves me. Not like you. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's kind of the vibe you're getting from Sal. <laughs> <laughs> they understand me. They'll let me eat two desserts. Friendship ended <laughs> with Bazu. Batella is my new best friend. <laughs> For the moment. For the moment. <laughs> so you are in the shady town of Underdranka. The buildings here are largely made of stone, imposing and steely gray. Sunlight comes in at a harsh angle from one or another of the sides of the great stone pillars that hold the top portion of the island up. I never did come down to the down to the city down here much. There's a lot more fun up top. Is that you invoking your I'm from here? I figure the character who has the sort of climbing rig item probably is from the large uh, mountainous area. Yeah, okay. All right, so Bazu is from Underdrenka. Sal is a species that's indigenous to this particular area. Seems like a good place for large seabirds to roost, but they normally live up top. So that also means that you've got a session ace, which you can spend to get plus one d4 to a roll. Awesome. Seeing as uh, bazu has been kind of on the low end here, a couple of uh, extra dice here and there, probably not a bad thing. All right. So, with that in mind, where are we going? Well, there's a couple places here I can think of to go if we really want to get moving. There is the um, the local geology and prospecting group down here. Um, they'd probably be able to tell us how to get to quickly uh, any of the mines that we might be able to pick up some of that shell from. That'd be my first guess. We've also got uh, all sorts of fun stuff here if we need anything. I know there's a pretty good market and uh, a couple of the quartermasters on the dock probably have some decent stuff for us if we, if we need something a little more uh, fancy, shall we say. All right. All good ideas, party. What are you taking up? I, I think let's... Let's talk to the geology group and... We'll get some information from them. They would probably be a good source for knowledge of finding those shells. Well, sure. So you walk up to the geologist college. College of geology. College of geology. Is this <laughs> a college in the contemporary sense or a college in a more old school sense where it's a bunch of people who know a thing talk at each other in a building? Old one. <laughs> the old sense, yes. It's absolutely the old sense. Excellent. It's like half museum. There's shelves covered with specimens. There's big high-backed chairs that people are sitting in. They're kind of having a bit of an argument when you walk in. I see nothing's changed here. Baz! Hey. And you see a familiar face pop up from one of the specimen displays. This is, um, I don't know, how do you know this person? Boz most likely knows a few people here, but I'm going to say the person who would specifically, like, shout him out would be Boz's old rope line instructor and one of the guides for prospecting on the more dangerous parts of the spires. Hey, now. Come for more climbing lessons. I don't know. I thought you were doing all right. Oh, we are. We're, uh, we're looking, however, for uh, a lift over or a map over to some of the mines around here. What are you mining? 
Well, maybe a little less mining and maybe a half pest control, half uh, expedition. We're looking for some of the mine whelk shells. It's our job to get the queen back in working order, and we need some of those shells to get her to come around to us. You're a doctor now. Well, that's what they keep telling me. Oh, that's great. It's really great. I was just saying we need a doctor around here instead of people who are just making theories and shouting at each other. And at least one person from the chairs just waves him off. (laughs) Actually, maybe you can settle this argument. Yeah, yeah, come on, come on, come on, come on. Look here, look here, gentlemen. And I mean, it's mixed company, but it's gentlemen in the academic sense. (laughs) These are gentlemen of leisure. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Listen here, gentlemen. Instead of bickering, how about we let a doctor answer the question? Hmm? I don't know. Nope, no, I'm having none of it. We're going to end this argument right here, right now. All right, what are you old pillars of salt talking about? Frosted lapis. Okay, go on. I would like one of you to do me seeking wisdom. Do a seeking wisdom for me. All right, I will do the seeking wisdom, seeing as it sounds like I have been called in to be the arbitrator of whatever academic this is. Roll plus allure. And Boz is the apothecary. Boz is the apothecary, you're right. So roll plus Mm -hmm. allure and add one. All right, that is an eight. Okay. So you can ask me two questions. All right, let's see. The two questions we need out of these guys. They're having an argument about something called Frosted Lapis. All right. Fellas, why is Frosted Lapis so important to us right now? And does it have anything that we can do, uh, do to help with the queen? And also, which of the mines is the easiest to get to right now to find some mine whelk shells? To answer your second question, and there is a woman in a large skirt sitting in a wingback chair. Stiff bodice, huge skirt, got a cup of tea in hand. First of all, there's a dreadful mine whelk infestation just up the pillar from here. Can hardly get anything done because of the things. And everyone just nods, yeah. Yeah, up the pillars where you want to go. And Frosted Lapis is... Um, this is a, a big, broad person with mutton chops is often used to treat an overgrowth of seaweed. Powdered frosted lapis is used to treat overgrowth. I don't see why it wouldn't be what we would need right now. And then there's there's some bickering because like, well, if, if it's an herbicide, it might be harmful to the queen. It might, yes, but it's not an herbicide, not strictly. And then there's bickering about exactly the chemical makeup of frosted lapis. And your guide just kind of throws up their hands just like well we tried we tried we did our best that's all we can really hope for it's all we can hope for but say fellas and and i i use the term loosely and everyone in the room is like gentlemen and everyone's like yes we're all we're gentlemen we're all gentlemen here (laughs) (laughs) and bazu kind of leans down and leans his arm on one knee where would I get this frosted lapis if I did believe the side who uh, thinks it's a good herbicide? Hmm, well, there's some traditional medicine shops that sell it. Um, there's also a mine it comes out of 
not far from um, Sunrise View. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. The Sunrise View mine also turns out Frosted Lapis. And yes, uh, you would know, Sunrise View is a small village on the top of Underdrenka. Gentlemen, thank you very much. I'll tell you what, to solve this little problem, we'll go try it out. I'll report back to you and see how it goes. Excellent, an experiment, and everyone's like, yes, excellent, experiment. Oh, yes, excellent. There's a whole chorus of excellent experiment, <laughs> science, <laughs> geology. And, and, and Bozzy kind of stands up and, and pats his contact on the shoulder. That'll get them to be nice to each other, at least until we get back. I think you can hold the fort down until then. I will do my best. Be careful on your way up the pillar. Oh, it's not me you have to worry about, but uh, I'll make sure we all get up there safe and sound. That's the spirit. Are you suggesting I might have trouble climbing? Because you're right. <laughs> but we'll do our best. Nah, <laughs> uh, you'll be fine with me there. Uh, I mean, I can get myself up the rope. Uh, the uh, handholds thing, we'll see. We'll see. There's an easy side that we can go up, so that way we don't have anybody falling off into the ocean. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, even though it wasn't that thick, dang thing, it'd be hard. Just choked with all this seaweed. Yeah, we don't need anybody else taking a seaweed bath. Unless at a spa or something. Those are nice. It's true. Spa days. Spa days rule. So, I think before we head up... Batla is gonna roll shopping list to see if there's anything that we can pick up before we head to the mines. Beautiful. This is exactly when you roll shopping list. Oh, a 12. Wonderful. Big so, rolls. Yeah. You absolutely find a traditional medicine shop in kind of a dim little alley by the docks. It's lined with shelves containing all kinds of herbs and resins and minerals. And there is an elderly lady sitting at the desk reading a magazine. Hi, hi. Um, my name is Batella Sol. Um, we're doctors. We're working with the queen and... Uh, we were at the fossil place, and the fossils really, really <laughs> want us to uh, get some frosted lapis. Oh, we're not sure if it's going to be for the queen or not yet, but uh, might as well. You seemed like a good place to find. You're absolutely right. I do have some. Let's see. Now, it wasn't the queen... But I remember there was a doctor looking for Frosted Lapis for a different monster. And as she says this, she just kind of thumbing her way through a card catalog. Do you remember what they were treating? Mm. Oh, it was, um, you know, it was some kind of boils. Great. That was what I was hoping to hear because, um, oh... Our Queen Ben Goltha does have a pretty nasty case of spawning boils right now. Oh, oh, I'm sorry to hear it. She's such a sweet lady, the Queen. I know, usually she's so very gentle. 
Mm-hmm. Here we go. She comes out with a box about the size of like a 24 pack of beer. Whoa, this is hefty. Well, it's not all I've got, but it should be what you need. And if you open up the box, there are stones. Each one probably about the size of a thumbnail. They have a rich blue color, but they're seamed through with a white. Wow. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Do, do we have to grind these? Ooh, I would. Should be difficult for her to pick up otherwise. Uh. Don't worry. I, I have a mortar and pestle back on the ship. Ah, good, good, good. Do come back and let me know how the queen is doing. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. I'm going to mark that as a successful clock segment. <clears throat> You've obtained one of the ingredients. Buzz is going to be busy on the trip down to Achiochia. Yeah, that's true. So now it is time. It's time. It is time. So, Buzz. Buzz, 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 Buzz. Buzz. Are you bringing any party members with you to the mine where you can find the mine whelks? I think probably it's a good idea to bring at least one person. You know, never go underground by yourself. Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't think Sal fits in the mines or wants to be in the mines. Doesn't like him. Not a burrowing owl. Has never <laughs> liked him. Will occasionally venture a little bit in because Sal likes you, but will not venture far inside. Okay, who is going with Boz to the mines? Who wants to go with Boz to the mines? Are we all able to go? Yeah, you can all go if you like. So, the party comes to the base of one of the great pillars holding up the roof of Underdranka. It is made of, it seems like some kind of limestone. If you look at the right angle, or if you find the right spot, you can see the spirals of tiny seashells embedded in it. The entirety of Underdranka is an enormous fossil bed. Some people think that's why the queen makes her home here. Mm. And at the top, you can see a hole in the side of the roof of Underdranka, as well as some equipment on top of the roof, like a scaffold going down. Hmm. So this is, I would say, incredible danger. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is absolutely some take on the world. This is exactly what I wanted, yes. Please roll me plus fours. You can expend your climbing rig as an ace to gain plus four. I mean, plus one d4. Yeah, Bazu is definitely suited up into the sling line rig. Yeah. And he's got his very fancy knife with its very fancy gut hook on the end of it. Yay! You said the K word. Everybody party. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody said knife. (laughs) Everybody likes knives. Um, Everybody likes knives. But yes, we got that going on. And yeah, let's get that. Uh, Where are you? There you are, Roller. And we are definitely going to add that 1D4. And that is an 11. Thank you, 1D4. Perfect. You get to choose two things from the list. You can mark a clock segment as successful, gain a session ace, gain one supply, learn the name and effects of a wound. Um, 
I think we were here to get some supplies, so I'm going to mark a clock segment as successful and gain one supply, because that's what we were here for. We were here to get those mine whelk shells that we were going to use for our incredibly clever plan to lure her out. Yeah. So you make your way up to the mine with the party in tow. The, the three of you climb up this pillar. It is dizzying. It doesn't seem quite so tall to Baz, who grew up on the top of Underdranka. But to somebody who'd been looking up at the ceiling, it's a lot. Yeah, Patel is not having the best time with this and is trying very much like, okay, okay, okay. Look up, look up. Don't look down, look up. Don't look it's down. It's just like doing pull-ups. Yeah. Look up, <laughs> don't look down. You can look straight ahead. The rock is really interesting. <laughs> yeah, and, Maybe and, more so to the gentleman back at the college, but... I think Benorthan is trying to, like, keep a mental map in her head to keep her head occupied because the idea of a 3D map is like, whoa, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you see that when you get to the top, there is the entrance to a mine. There is a track for a small mine cart. And all over this track, corroding it with their horrible mucus, is about like a half dozen mine whelks. They're about the size of like large dogs, just giant snails. Um, so Buzz, buddy, how do you hunt these things? Well, normally you don't. They're extremely resilient to most anything. They're nice and slimy, so weapons and that kind of stuff usually just gets stuck on them or bounces off, but you can scare them away. They don't like getting knocked on their shells and they're not very fast, so you can kind of just pester them until they get out of here. Normally, if you want to get rid of them, you got to come up here with like uh, torches and solvent. It's it's a whole deal. We should be able to scare them, scare them off back into the mine, though. I think I've got the thing. And so... Batel is going to take out uh, Gethun, the speaking horn, which is her magical special item. Yep. Which yep, yep, yep. is, it's loud. Mm-hmm. Batella is just going to be like, all right, then, uh, y'all, uh, plug your ears. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, no. uh, here we uh, go. Ear <laughs> plugs, everybody. And is going to just, like, just throw an awful loud heavy metal growl through the speaking horn directly at these poor whelks. And it sounds something like... (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Oh, perfect. Very good. I hate it. I think they, they can, they don't have particularly acute hearing, but they're very sensitive. They can definitely feel that vibration. They hate it. They start crawling deeper into the mine to avoid this. And that's when you notice that two of the shells are not moving. Oh. Ah, that was easy. Yeah. Two of the shells are empty. Buzz, it was also like knocking on their shells with the end of his knife to get them to move faster. <laughs> <laughs> They don't move particularly quick, but they're very persistent. Thank you for the impromptu jam session there, Batella. Let's um, 
let's collect what we can here and uh, get going before more of them show up. Oh, yeah, I could do this all day. <laughs> it's always fascinating to me how much power you can get. It's an amazing, amazing instrument. <laughs> I, I've had it for like uh, six or seven years now. Like, just used to, like, drive everyone on the island crazy with it. But then, um, you know, if you're going to talk to uh, something that's 20 times your size, uh, you kind of have to have a voice that's 20 times your size, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely something that's much more helpful than trying to yell. And then I just lose my voice. <laughs> okay. So the party returns with mine wilk shells and frosted lapis in tow. So the next step is the Spear Forests of Achiochia. It is about a day away. So what would you all like to do on the journey? Mm. Well, Bazu is definitely going to be like busting the shells up, trying to get some uh, shell infused bait, busting up the lapis, trying to turn that into the quote unquote herbicide. It's not strictly speaking an herbicide, although it, it has been used to help curb overgrowth. Yeah, wh whatever it is, the uh, the fossils we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I think that Batella is going over her notes, reading anything that she does have about spawning boils and blood crystals and chatting with, like, everybody on the ship who is involved with this and is going to roll... Here's what I've got. All right. Here's what I've got. Fine. Okay, I don't have any bonuses for fine. Oh, you're talking, okay, here's the plan. Oh, that's, yes, sorry. Yes. Yeah, quite all right. You don't have any bonuses for fine. And eight. Okay. So, pick one of the following questions, and I have to answer truthfully. First of all, you got to describe your plan. And I will tell you either what the risks are, what you need to make it work, or an unforeseen risk. <sighs> All right. So, uh, as I understand it, what we're saying is, um, Buzz, you said that we could do a poultice with, um, with the herb that we're grabbing? Yeah, poultice should help us just fine. Shouldn't need anything more than that, but... Um, I can make it if we need it. Mm -hmm. Um, Arne, you said that uh, you would probably have um, uh, probably have the Grey Queen sort of hanging off to the side, and we would uh, use the pillars to sort of commune. And the Northen, you said that you had scoped out a pillar back, back, back at Underdranka that we could do it all at, right? Mm. Yes. So uh, we we get the queen like relatively calm, um, and we apply the medicine there. Like I still feel like we're kind of in sketchy situation here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, hmm. Poultice might not do the trick. I um... yeah. So uh, if not the poultice, like. Uh, what kind of application do you think? Well, the problem is, I mean, you're going to be real vulnerable out on those spires. 
considering how deep the ocean is around there, it's going to be real risky. Mm. Um, I mean, if it was me, I'd, you know, wrap it up in a slice of cheese, but... (laughs) (laughs) Whales like cheese? Uh... Actually, no. Although, (laughs) whales are capable of eating cheese, probably. They're mammals, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. By and large, they eat plankton. So, uh, a plankton-based cheese... I can probably make that. Yeah. Plankton cheese. Hmm. Is that a real thing? Like, <laughs> at a buddy, and uh, they told me that I should have some, like, on a dare, and I kind of chickened out. The texture's weird. The texture's... If you're used to cheese, the texture's, the texture's not gonna not gonna sell you. Uh, one of those things where mm. they, like, call it cheese just because, like, you gotta call it something. Yeah, but it's good. It's good for its own reasons. It's if you're trying to think of it as cheese. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm. Uh, everything I've ever read about. Actually, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a roll for Harney. We're gonna see. How much does Harney know about fake cheese? <laughs> oh, a bunch. Why do I keep rolling sixes? Uh, I don't know. Harney's, Harney's luck is extremely powerful here. Well, uh, I mean, you know what she eats. Mm-hmm. She eats shells. Gotta keep her bones strong somehow. Oh, that's... They used to offer the offerings of the shells. Yes. Right, so that's, that's what he was saying before when we were on the ride. Mm. I've heard she eats rocks, too. You know, minerals and stuff. Mm. Keep her bones strong. Mm. Yeah, so... I guess I gotta write up my speech then. Um, hi, Your Majesty. I, I, I get that you're angry right now. You want to eat a rock? Uh, definitely need some more drafts, huh? Yeah, you can work on it. We got time. Should be rolling up Tachiochia just after dinner. Speaking of dinner, everyone in the party just slowly turns to look at Benorthan. <laughs> I'm on it. And... Benorthan is going to start something delicious, probably um, poached fish. Nice. And while she's making poached fish, she's going to use shopping list to talk to our resident botanist about the herb and where it likes to grow and that kind of thing. Okay. Roll me acuity. (laughs) Eight. All right. Now, you know I'm a oceanic botanist, right? Like, I specialize in underwater plants. Oh. But I think I know the herb you're talking about. I've used it before myself. Mmm. Okay. Yep. Big old thing. It's called Lady's Axe. You know, like an axe. The leaves are kind of axe head shaped. Okay. Yeah. Big old leaves. Huge. Bigger than an axe, really. But... I don't know, maybe it's the big lady. Grows on that chair deep in the spear forests. We're gonna have a little bit of a trek on our hands then. Seems like. Would you mind just sketching out what the the plant looks like? Yeah, uh, Harney uh, draws an axe. <laughs> oh, thank you, lovely. <laughs> don't overthink it, Benorthan. I, I've seen it before, I've worked with it before. We'll We'll know it when we find it. All right. It looks like this. But Northen starts ladling out the, um... I think there's some kind of, like, 
clear broth she's made with the poached fish. Oh, nice. Delicate. And... Um, biscuits. Gets dinner ready and... Biscuits! Biscuits! Biscuit. Ooh, yes. Yes. It's all I can think of now. You've, you've described to me a dinner of, of poached fish and clear broth, and all I can think of is biscuits. She has some fluffy biscuits as well that she sets out on the table for everyone. And uh, probably juice of sorts, some kind of fresh... Well, they wouldn't really have... How long have they been on? We've been stopping at ports every day. Some kind of juice, some kind of squeezed juice. Yeah, yeah you can have juice. I'm not going to tell you you can't have juice. (laughs) I'm not an animal. (laughs) That's the difference. Some GMs will tell you you can't have juice. Some GMs will let you have juice. I like that. I like that we get juice. She uh, potters about the table and humming to herself. She loves this. She's getting everything super set up nicely. Set the table just right. Dinner! Dinner time indeed. The party gathers to have a nice dinner. Okay, and just as Harnay said, after dinner, you go out on the deck and see low, dark green island. A large one. Achochia. Known for its spear forests. Great, bristling forests of bamboo. The bamboo that grows here is pretty sharp. Hence the name Spear Forests. It can be dangerous for careless people. Mm. And there's a bustling port town of wooden buildings that welcomes the Grey Monarch in. What, uh, you said it's, it's nighttime? It is evening. Okay. So it's probably best if we set out in the morning. To get some supplies. And then set through. And I think uh, take on the world? Because if it's the dangerous like super thick bamboo forest. Before then, Batella would like to seek some wisdom. Alright. Seek me some wisdom. This looks like an eight. Okay. So, since we're going into the spear forest, Batella is interested if there are any local hot tips, but I think is actually mostly interested in hearing more about the queen. Okay. And is just going to uh, hold some interviews, kind of like go around markets as things are closing up, offer to help people pack stuff out and ask some questions about the queen. Like, what do you all do? If you want to commune with her, what does she like? And since I rolled a seven to nine, uh, the rules say that one is a truth and one is a lie. I don't think that I'm necessarily being lied to. It's just the information not might not be accurate. That's ex- I am lying to you. The people are not. Yes, that's correct. Um, so they don't worry as much about the queens coming and going here on Achiochia as they do on mm-hmm. Forsmoria and Underdranka, because Forsmoria is a fishing community. Underdranka right. is like a mining community. 
but there's a lot of farming here on Achiochia, mm-hmm. which means they can survive without the queen in a way that some of the other islands in this area can't. Right. So typically they watch the queen from afar. They'll find like a watchtower to climb and they can watch the bloom as she passes. She doesn't often use them, but she has these enormous wing fins that she can technically use to breach the surface of the water. Mm-hmm. She doesn't seem to like to very often, but they've seen her do it. Okay. Um, and someone heard that the queen likes whales. Like she likes to be around them. She likes mm-hmm. to travel with them. She likes to be near them. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Long as uh, none of us get too banged up in the spirit forest. Uh, hopefully, uh, that can happen. Yeah. Oh. Um. No, I'm not gonna give you that. I'm no, that wait. was that was just like making small talk. Yeah, and everyone's like, huh? "Yeah, you better, you better be <laughs> careful." So now, Kirsten, you can talk about taking on the world. All right. Benorthan is going to try her best to make sure the crew is ready to traverse this dangerous bamboo forest. Um, it is. Uh, and that is only a five. Okay. That fails. You cannot find a way into the dense forest. It is so thick that you know, you're searching for a path and there isn't one. Hmm. Can't find an entrance. It's... <sighs> Kat, what's the rules on re-rolling in this system? No clue. Okay. Would you like to? Yeah, I think I'd like to give it another shot. But if you'd rather, like, a lot of games also in the scene are, like, fail forward, so. Yeah, I don't have anything for on a six or less for this particular move. So I think what I'm going to do is take a GM move. Okay. You hear a rustling, a huge rustling, and... Suddenly, a chunk of the bamboo just falls forward out of the forest. Oh. And you find yourself, first of all, a little bit scraped up, because again, this is very sharp stuff. But you find yourself face to face with a monster. Oh. A large, um, about horse-sized monster. It looks kind of like a Komodo dragon, but topped with just rainbow spikes that shine iridescent in the light. Primarily a bright bamboo green in color with wide, intelligent yellow eyes. Is wearing a necklace of gold coins. Batella rolls her shoulders and... (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I guess you're, uh, you're Spears too, huh? Is everything in this forest pointy? The monster gives a big old yawn Mm-mm. and kind of looks back at its own back kind of amusedly let's see I guess I could seek wisdom from the monster here yeah Ooh. and can I add a bonus because this would apply to uh, my yeah you're an expert at talking to monsters yeah yeah okay. I don't see why not please do Heck yeah. I think so far, Kathleen, that is my favorite moment right now is the 
there's a monster. I'm going to use seeking wisdom on it. It's just like, yeah, yeah, you are. Heck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's correct. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask the monster some questions. The monster knows things. Plus one and another plus one gives me ten. Nice. <gasps> so you get to ask a pair of questions. Uh, hi, um, my name's Batella. Um, I'm, a, I'm a specialist. Uh, it's great to meet you. You look like you're doing just fine. Um, well, so, I mean, as part of my job, is there anything I can do to help you out? And uh, second, can you help us? Uh, uh, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I'm kind of inept here, uh, but we need some ladies' acts. I mean, it's probably all around, right? You're an expert in their kind of their sociology and their psychology. Mm -hmm. The monster seems downright amused at this. Mm -hmm. This is a like, and yes, absolutely. We'll be able to help. And seems to be in a, in a good mood, having a good time, just kind of vibing in the bamboo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is Lady Gardena. Ah. And Lady Gardena gives you a knowing look and kind of a, a beckoning with her squat head mm -hmm. and turns around and starts walking back over the path that she just carved through the bamboo. Uh, thank you oh. very much, my lady. Uh, Buzz, the Northen, shall we? Thank you. Oh, Patel, it's so amazing to watch you work. I just... Yeah. Fascinating. And... Every time, I just... I don't know how you connect with them, so... She walks you back to an enormous tree. The huge kind with exposed roots that has been growing in a place for longer than anyone can guess. Its leaves branch out broadly, even over the spears of bamboo. And you can see that its leaves are axe-shaped. They have a kind of a peculiar axe head profile to them and under the roots of this tree there is a den and surrounding this den there are offerings little dolls little coins a coin necklace or two mm. there are bones from meals and there are plates that offerings were left on well let's leave a gift and take some of what we came here for lady gardena kind of settles into the hollow under the tree and looks up at the tree and then at you significantly. I think that Batella is going to spend her supply that she started the campaign with. Mm-hmm. And I think Oh, you, that... you share supply, by the way, as a team. Oh, 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 okay. Everyone has one supply and then we have the, all of the extra supplies from the pack rats. Yeah, so that, that total supply is like... Yeah. I think you added one, so I think you're at four. Okay. So, yeah, we'll spend a supply. I think that what Batella offers is... It is a carved and polished wooden statuette of Clever Longfoot, who is a sort of lagomorph-shaped monster from Batella's home. Clever Longfoot is, I don't know, a mischievous sort of creature that uh, you just let take some of your harvest because you can't stop him. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, if you can keep up with him by running or by guile or that sort of thing, I mean, it teaches you a lot about being a person. 
And so uh, everyone kind of grows up around him. Aw. That's really sweet. Yeah. Uh, as she accepts this, you can see that she has not quite opposable thumbs, but she has kind of grasping forelimbs that she uses to very tenderly take this sculpture and, and admire it. And she looks at you gratefully with those big, intelligent eyes of hers. You can tell she likes this statue. She kind of sets it down very deliberately in a specific spot in her den. Batella bows and is, he's a real giant pain, but uh, a good friend. She gives another one of her amused yawns at this. You can see she has like, like some of them have like a bright blue tongue. Oh, can Benorthan use one of her pack crap points for something really important? What would that important thing be, Kirsten? Remember that the party is sharing supply. So don't ask me. Ask them. She pulls out from her pocket a biscuit. <laughs> it's followed us over into the setting. Gardenia. <laughs> <laughs> and that, my friends, is what you call an Easter egg. <laughs> uh, and that I want to hide it so I'll never find it again. <laughs> Okay, yeah, <sighs> I think Benorthan makes this offering and Lady Gardana accepts it. And like, you could see her lick her chops after she's eaten it. She seems to have enjoyed it. Oh, I'm glad you like my cooking. And the party has obtained Lady's Axe. Oh, now I get the name. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. I know that I did kind of waste one of my questions asking if I could help, but it seemed like the polite thing to do. Yeah. Well, I, I really like that. That's very that's very Patella. It's very nice. And to be honest with you, she liked that you asked if she was alright. Mm-hmm. It was nice that you showed you cared. Yeah. Alright. Every segment is marked success here. I've give, You've obtained all your things. So the party is gaining a critical ace. Every member of the group, name one thing you're taking with you into the confrontation with Queen Bancotha. Another biscuit. Kirsten! No. <laughs> I promise I'll be good. <laughs> that is, don't make promises you can't keep, bud. Yeah, uh, true. Um, Batella has gotten back at the local market, true to her word, after uh, not getting too banged up in the spear forest and has gotten some really good wax and a new sail for her parasail. All right. Bazu is bringing along the pharmaceutical or I guess apothecary concoction he's got. So that's the, uh, the frosted lotus medicine and the, uh, the powdered shell bait. All right. I think Benorthan is going to take along a simple snorkel aquarium uh, equipment of like a like maybe it's a treated bladder or something that you can use what to is like. What's it with you and snorkels? Hmm? Snorkels are cool. <laughs> Just like snorkels. This is a bamboo forest. You can get a snorkel. Like I'm not going <laughs> to deny you a snorkel this time, <laughs> but I got to know what the thing is with you and snorkels. To be fair, I was the one who denied her a snorkel. 
Yeah. So the thing is like a treated bladder to act like an air sac. So if you are underwater, okay. you have yeah. a little bit more air no, with I, you. I, I, yeah. Okay. This is this is extremely rad. It's just <laughs> show, starting to be a weird pattern. That's kind of where I'm getting hitched up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know I had a pattern to tell you, like, yeah, what is it with you just snorkels? I'm like, oh, yeah, I did do that. This one time, this one time Professor Rick decided he was going to snorkel. Gonna use a piece of grass as a snorkel. That's the most important part. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you have completed the synthesis phase. You have discovered your ingredients and you're ready to go into the final symbiosis phase. So I believe it's memory time. Hooray. I think my memory is, and I called it out earlier, was using Seeking Wisdom on the monster. I thought that was super cool, and I really appreciate that this is a system and a setting where that sort of thing, like, is flavorful and useful. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, that was good to do. I, I loved it. I got, so I don't, I mean, I don't know if we're allowed to say this word on air. I got big Pokemon <laughs> vibes when... Gardenia came out of the tall bamboo forest. <laughs> and it was just really sweet. Person said the P word. Dear, you were allowed to say Pokemon. Yeah. I promise you. Okay. Yeah. Niantic, <laughs> the Pokemon company, Game Freak, and Nintendo are not aware of our existence. Yeah, they ain't that the truth. <laughs> and it was it was really sweet to like Yeah, seeking wisdom on the monster. It was just a really sweet like Yeah nice scene I, I i like that and i like that this world kind of has that interaction between people and the monsters yeah i like the flavor of having different moves in different phases yeah me too to like a large degree hmm. they're pretty mechanically similar it's like you roll plus stat yeah i mean it's tabletop rpgs but I like that we have similar but different sorts of moves with similar but different sorts of effects in different phases. I think that uh, in a series of one-shops or a campaign, that would give some nice variety to things. It's nice to kind of have each phase be uh, like a big gear switch. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. That is really cool. It, it gives it very much like a, you know, like a play structure or like a theatrical structure where you have like the, the different acts. And it's really cool. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, listeners, for coming along with us. Join us next time for the symbiosis phase when we finally confront the queen herself. Um, you can. She's going to be so cool with it. She's, she's just going to like. Absolutely. Yeah. It's going to be we're you know, show up. Hey, how's it going? Medicine done. It'll. Nothing bad will happen at all. You, you know how, like, you know how when you need to give medicine to your dog or your cat and they just kind of sit there and they're like, here, that's what it's going to be like, right? Absolutely. That's what it's going to be like, yeah. And if you would like to confront <laughs> us, you can do that on Twitter at Peach Garden Games or the website, peachgardengames.com. We have an email form, makes it real easy to give us medicine or whatever. To be fair, um, we are a lot better at taking medicine than probably the queen is, but... I guess we'll have to see how she takes yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Monster Care Squad is made by Sandy Pug Games. You can find them at Sandy Pug Games on Twitter or SandyPugGames.com and on itch.io. If you're curious about Monster Care Squad, hit them up. This game's fantastic. Also, 
check out our friends on the Be Gay Roll Dice Network. We love them. None of them are monsters. Not even in the wholesome sense that this game means. Well, I guess we don't technically know that. Actually, I can think of a couple, but don't worry about it. Don't <laughs> don't worry about it. We'll catch you next cool. time, listener. See you next time, everybody. Bye. 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 Thank you. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. The Room Where It Happened is an actual play podcast built on communal world building and having fun with friends. Currently, we're exploring a world called Bleed, a sci-fi setting pulling elements from westerns and setting a space version of our home of Appalachia. It's a place still recovering from conflict, where resources and labor are less exports and more things to be taken for the more prosperous parts of the galaxy, with little thought given to those it is taken from. The Bleed is a place where people find strength in each other and do what is needed to make ends meet, whether or not the means are strictly legal. It's a place where the objects of work and war are beginning to wake up and decide to take their destiny into their own metaphorical hands. So join us as we follow a found family, as they search for that next job and maybe something a little deeper too. You can find new episodes every Monday on Spotify or your podcatcher of choice. Just search for The Room Where It Happened and check us out on Twitter at RoomWherePod. 